This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and along with my producer and co-host, Kendra Petroni, we want to welcome you to another edition of our award-winning program. Today, we shine a light on a woman who is making history among the leadership ranks of the U.S. Navy. She is Commander Billy Farrell, the first female to take command of the USS Constitution and its crew. Commander Farrell became the 77th commanding officer of the 224-year-old warship earlier this year during a ceremony that ended on board Old Ironsides, the oldest commissioned warship in the world that is still afloat. We are so excited to have her with us today. Good morning, Commander Farrell. Hi, good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Commander, my first question is this. I mean... Women have commanded at all levels in the Navy, but you're the first to command this particular ship, which is the most historic and most accessible commissioned vessel. I am guessing that this is not something you take lightly. It must be both a magnificent honor and a huge responsibility. Absolutely. I'm I'm honored and privileged to get to come to work every day and command USS Constitution. And you're right, it's absolutely part of it here that we're, we're accessible to the public. And a huge part of our mission is the tours that we do every day in the community outreach. Uh, and the fact that a lot of people don't get the chance to talk to a Navy sailor. And so we provide that opportunity here for people to interact on a, a personal level as well as see the ship. Commander Farrell, I read that you visited the ship as a teenager in 1998. When did you know that this is your calling? And what has your training been like to get to this place? Naval Academy, you've been deployed three times, worked on projects overseas. So uh, I actually told my parents in the sixth grade that I was going to go to the Naval Academy. So I was channel surfing one day and stumbled upon a Naval Academy graduation and just was immediately drawn to the TV and the tradition and the custom and uh, as soon as the midshipmen threw their covers in the air I just was committed to, to making that a goal and to making that happen and I spent the rest of my middle school and high school years uh, pursuing that goal and was fortunate enough to be accepted to the class of 2004 uh, from the Naval Academy. So the picture in 1998 uh, when I came to the ship uh, is, is actually the same year a woman assumed command of a combatant ship for the first time. So it's kind of a full circle moment when I take a look back at that picture and think about the vacation that my family took 
um, and where we actually went to visit the Naval Academy before we came here. And so it just kind of summed everything up in one family vacation. What And what was being a female in the Naval Academy like? Was it, was it particularly challenging or no different than any other student? I didn't have a different experience than anybody else. I, I was on the swim team all four years I was there, so I had uh, a team of women surrounding me for most of my time there that was a positive influence and a great support structure. Um, you know, my roommates and I were close, and so the, the class, I think, then was about 14% female, uh, and the number's been climbing every year since then, and so it's great to see so many women and diversity coming into the newer classes as well. That's very, very cool. So I want to talk a little bit about um, the history of the ship, because the ship itself is, it's like a page in history. It played a crucial role in the War of 1812. Uh, Tell us more about why this ship is so special and how it got its nickname, Old Ironsides. So so the ship was commissioned uh, here in Boston in 1797. So she's actually going to turn 225 later this, this year. So she reaches another huge milestone in that respect. But the the ship was ordered to be built by President George Washington. Uh, President John Adams actually attended the commissioning of the ship. And she's one of the original six frigates of the United States Navy that we currently have today. And so the fact that she has survived all the time and she's undefeated in battle, um, she also ties into the Navy of today and the fact that part of the reason she was so successful is that the captain's during the War of 1812, ran gun drills with the crew to the point that they became much more proficient than their adversaries. They could get rounds out almost twice as fast in some cases as some people. And so that perseverance and dedication of the sailors and the captains then is a lot of what the Navy still focuses on today. And so we still run combat drills and damage control drills to make sure that we're proficient and ready if called upon for the mission that the country needs us to do. Uh, as far as her nickname, Old Ironside, so she was in a battle with uh, the ship HMS Guerriere. And HMS Guerriere started firing on USS Constitution at several hundred yards away, uh, and Constitution held fire. The captain ordered the crew to hold fire until they were closer to the, the their adversary. Uh, once Guerriere's close enough that her cannonballs actually started to strike the hull of Constitution, they appeared to bounce off the side of the ship. Ah. to which the sailors saw, and one of them shouted, Huzzah! Her sides are made of iron. And the captain said, Ironside's eye! And the nickname was born. And Constitution later went on to win that battle. The captain held uh, a rolling broadside, meaning firing all cannons down down one side of the ship. Uh, and when the smoke cleared, the mast of your air had, uh, had come down. And that was the beginning of kind of the Constitution's legacy and the nickname of Old Ironside. Oh, that's great. I love knowing that. I know. It's like the backstory. Yeah. I know. Uh, Commander, I want to know about the crew. There's about 80 crew members on board. Can you talk about some of their roles? Absolutely, yes. I've got a crew of 80 active duty sailors here. About half of them come to the ship straight from boot camp, so it's their first assignment in the Navy. Uh, We actually get to select the people from Great Lakes that come here for that assignment. Uh, I think we had 80 individuals interviewed for our, our newest eight positions. So it's definitely important, you know, that the youngest generation even gets excited and sees how important this job is to the Navy and to the country. And so, um, so there's those new sailors. And then the other 50% come from elsewhere in the fleet. So they come from all different backgrounds of jobs that we have in the Navy, from CBs or surface uh, ships, 
aviation squadrons. They just come from everywhere and come here to serve for two to three years. Um, and part of that is uh, they, they tell the history of the ship. They tell the stories. They connect it to the Navy of today and what our mission is. And then we do all kinds of different community outreach. So I think tomorrow we're going to one of the local schools to talk to the school children about, um, you know, the ship and its history and tying that to, to how it would have affected them as a potential eight-year-old, which would have been the youngest crew member on Constitution and had they been serving in the War of 1812. Interesting. And then we also go out across the country. So we have a team down in Savannah, Georgia right now uh, participating in a Navy week uh, to help spread that mission to some areas where the Navy isn't necessarily uh, accessible and to, again, just share that story, history, and heritage. My question is this, and I don't know if there is such a thing as an average day, but (laughs) as a commander of a naval ship, for those of us who aren't familiar, what does an average day look like? Like what, what might you do in a day? So my day is a little different than probably the commander of a destroyer, uh, but but it's very fun. And so I come in most mornings. I come in in a 2022 uniform. Uh, I do all the 2022 things like check email and go to meetings and have phone calls. Um, and then at some point, though, I shift to 1812, and I get to put on the 1812 uniform. I go talk to as many guests as I can. I do several community um, outreach engagements. Um, and then I, I have to train my sailors as well. So it's kind of a, a spread across the board of all those things and keeping them balanced because I have to make sure my sailors can, can do the mission of an 1812 sailor and, like I said, go out and do the mission of a 2022 sailor if called upon by the Navy in the country. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and along with my producer and co-host, Kendra Petroni, we want to welcome you to a special edition of the show. Today we have Commander Billy Farrell, the first female to take command of the USS Constitution, the oldest commissioned warship in the world. We are talking to Commander Farrell about her career path and training, about the history of old Ironsides. So much to cover. Let's get right back to our conversation. Commander, why is it so important to make this ship so accessible to the public? I mean, you get over 350,000 tourists every year to visit. What do they see and experience when they come? So it's definitely important for the ship to be accessible because not everybody can go up to a a Navy base and say, I want to see an aircraft carrier, but they can't absolutely come here and say, I want to see the frigate Constitution. Uh, And so that's the first piece. And again, we have an active duty crew. And so we just connect the dots to that history and heritage to to the Navy of today. Uh, When visitors come here, we we walk them through the ship. Uh, We tell them the stories of battle. We tell them, you know, kind of the the lay down of the ship and what things are. Uh, And what's kind of nice and I like is we don't tell our sailors how, how they have to give their tours. It's 224 years of history. So Whatever piece of that history speaks to our sailors, we let them talk about that. So it's great because they become passionate about whatever they're talking about and they invest time to learn it. And whenever guests do come back, it gives them a different story every time to learn and to to take in with the ship. Um, And so it's just so much fun to see people come here. And I love when the kids come because they just see things in a different way and just ask questions that just – um, just made me smile. And even I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, and when they come here, they just always challenge me in a way that I wasn't I wasn't prepared for it necessarily. Yeah. And I imagine it must be really cool, like it never gets old, to see people's faces when they learn different facts about the ship um, and and just, you know, their their emotions and their reactions. And does it ever get old for you? I mean, 
I've been to the to the ship and there's just something about it that's so magnificent and a feeling comes over you. You see it every day. Does that ever get old? No, not at all. Every day when I drive to the gate here and see the ship, it just puts a smile on my face and I just have to kind of remind myself of, you know, how privileged and lucky I am mm-hmm. to be here to do this job for the Navy every day because it really is an honor to be entrusted with, with the nation's ship of state and be the commander that gets to represent the Navy um, in such a special way. Who have your uh, personal mentors been um, as you've sort of come up in the ranks, literally? How important a role have they played in your success? I'm sure you have a support system. Absolutely. So it actually started when I was in high school. So as soon as I told my parents that I wanted to go to the Naval Academy, they helped me find uh, mentors even then to, to help guide me along that path. And so I had a high school physics teacher who was a retired Navy captain who helped me through the process. And while he wasn't an Annapolis graduate, um, he did everything in his power to, to uh, tell me sea stories and put me in touch with the right people and just increase my, my desire to serve in the Navy even more. And then after that, on all the ships I've been on, I've been blessed with phenomenal captains that have uh, pushed me and challenged me and saw something in me where they said, you know, that I needed to one day command my own ship. And so I'm very grateful that I've been blessed with such positive, positive influences and people that challenged me and pushed me to find opportunities um, because I definitely wouldn't be here without the huge support system that they provided me over the years. What do you find most challenging about your role? And, and also, what's the most rewarding or satisfying in the same sense? So for now, the most challenging thing is we're getting ready for our sail season. So the ship does still leave port seven times a year. And so, uh, so I'm learning the ropes quite literally, uh, trying to get up to speed for everything that requires uh, getting the ship out, out to sea and rigging and furling and unfurling sails. And so for now, I'm focused on that. Uh, and, and the history as well, again, it's 225 years of history, and so it's a lot, lot to learn. Um, but the most rewarding thing every day is coming here and working with an amazing crew of sailors who have raised their right hand to support and defend the Constitution of the United States and come here passionate to serve their country and to work hard. And it's just amazing to be surrounded with that kind of a team every day. You know, you uh, mentioned uh, that you have kids, young kids, in fact, how do you balance the demands of a family with this type of career? Um, I think a lot of people would wonder that because you're, you're, you're fairly young yourself to have this type of lead, leadership role at your age when you have this young, growing family. What do you, do you get a lot of help? <laughs> we absolutely, we do get a lot of help. So my, uh, my husband is, uh, my husband just finished up 20 years in the Navy as well. So he, he is retiring later this year from a career in the Navy, and um, but we have supported each other for our entire careers and pushed each other to make sure that we were able to accomplish our goals. Um, and then, you know, I kind of every job I have, and we haven't talked about expectations before we get there. And so one of the things that's important to me is, um, you know, I try to be home for dinner every night, and I don't always uh, make it, but I do try my best, and I'm, I'm fairly successful. I think I probably have a 95% success rate. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, better than us, I think. Yeah, that's better than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, I just find those windows to, to make sure that family is still included and that it is a balance. Um, because in the Navy, I, a lot of times I tell people, a lot, we have a phrase where we say ship, shipmate self, um, kind of the priority of, of, you know, how we would perform in battle is, you know, you take care of your ship and then your shipmate and self last. 
which is great. But I also tell people you have to take care of self um, to keep it in balance so that you can take care of ship and shipmate. Uh, I like that. That's good to remember. Yeah. Commander, what do you hope future generations learn from your work? I know you briefly talked about seeing younger generations getting involved. What do you hope they learn from you? I think first and foremost, I hope that they just appreciate um, history and heritage and find, you know, when they come to the ship, they get excited and and walk away from it with an experience that they uh, understand the founding of our country and kind of this government that we have today. Um, and the fact that the ship is a battleground, sailors gave their lives on the deck of the ship to, to pursue the country that we have today. So that's one. And then um, second, you know, a lot of times, and we talked about it earlier with mentorship, I just really encourage people to find those mentors that push you and challenge you and just to surround yourself with positive people that want you to do well because it really does make all the difference in the world when you have that system um, that just pushes you up and elevates you. Um, and so just continue to, to seek out those people. What would you say, Commander Farrell, to a young girl who may have similar aspirations if she's listening now and thinking, how could I ever be that? I wish that that would be my path. What, what would you say? So I, I would say definitely do, do the research. Um, there are so many opportunities across the military if that's the, the path that they wanted to take that almost, you know, I always tell people kind of start with the end goal of what you want to do and then work your way backwards because we have so many different programs and career paths um, to do that. And then just educate yourself so that you know what you're getting into and then continue to educate yourself along your career path so you always know what the next step is. And just do your homework and, again, find those positive mentors that push you and help you. And just, you know, anything is possible. You just have to have to work hard and stay true to yourself. What comes after being a commander? Uh-huh. I mean, my question is, like, you're a young woman. Um, what Do you have aspirations to, to do other things, too, down the road with the Navy? Um, I do. I do. So uh, I'm kind of waiting to see at this point. So I'm still just been in this job a couple months and I'm really focused on the 225th birthday of the ship later this year and making that a year long celebration. Um, and so I'll start talking to the Navy and our people that do assignments about a year from now and find out kind of what's next and, and yeah. where they need me. And then we'll go from there. So what will that celebration look like? What types of things do you think you'll do for this 225? Like the public will be heavily involved, I'm guessing. Correct. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna definitely have some events for the public to help celebrate. We're trying to increase some displays at the ship to highlight some of the history here. Um, we have a great collaboration with the, the museum and the park service here. And so just really trying to amp that up uh, as, as best we can. And at some point, I would like to invite all prior crew members back um, and those that, that work here at our um, repair facility, you know, who worked here at any point during the ship history, because I can't think of a better way to celebrate than inviting all the people back that have kept the ship alive during this time. Commander Farrell, we talk a lot on this show about trying to stay positive and sending positive messages to everyone, but especially women out there that we have listening. Is there, you know, maybe a quote or a phrase or a certain mantra that you live by every day, something that gets you up and gets you motivated every day? I don't know if I have anything that I that I use every morning, but I think the biggest thing I've kind of realized lately when people have been asking me about leadership and kind of, you know, what what you do you think makes a good leader and I always just tell people and I try to live this every day is really just to be true to yourself and to be authentic 
Um, because if you're not, people see through it pretty quickly and you become ineffective. And so I try to really live by that and just stay true to who I am um, and, and continue to support people in a positive way I can. I always try to um, set a positive work environment. And it's one of the things I tell my crew all the time is uh, one of my three pillars is that everyone is treated with dignity and respect. And I really do expect that from them. Uh, both, you know, here with the crew and anywhere they go. And so those are probably the the basics of kind of how I I live my life on a day-to-day basis. Well, we can't thank you enough for taking some time to talk with us today. You really are extraordinary, and you are an inspiration for so many women that we have listening to the show. And I know for for Sue and for me as well, just listening to you talk, just to know that you're out there breaking barriers and doing what you're doing. We can't thank you enough for sharing your journey with us, for the work that you do, and for really inspiring other women to aspire to leadership positions. You really are an exceptional woman. So thank you, Commander Farrell, for, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, and the ship is open, so anybody that wants to come visit us, please stop by. Tell us, Commander, uh, before we leave you, how can people find out more? What's the website if they want to schedule a visit? So uh, the the easiest way is our Facebook uh, page that they just search for USS Constitution. Our hours are posted there, but they don't need to schedule tours. We're open. uh, Right now, we're open Wednesday through Sunday from 10 to 4, but here in a couple weeks, we're going to extend our hours from Tuesday to Sunday. 10 to 6. Wow, thank you. This has been so, thank you for taking the time. I know how busy you you are because this is a new position and I know you've had a lot of media requests. So we want to just thank you for taking some time to chat with us today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. Commander Billy Farrell has been in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. We talk with celebrities and CEOs, but we are always interested in talking with your neighbors, coworkers, and friends who are quietly making an impact out in their communities. Thanks to my co-host and producer, Kendra Petroni. Connect with us on Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. We'd love to hear from you and be sure to join us every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.